Yeah, so she got to take it. You know. Okay. So. Well, since you're here, I can open us up. Okay. Yeah. And go on. I can start asking you questions, and we can just go back and forth on a topic. Okay. All right. All right. No problem. All right. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to the first installation of Chats with Jazz. I bring kingdom-minded entrepreneurs, creatives, leaders people in ministry to this chat so that one we can learn about who they are what they do and why they do it but also so we can have candid conversations so that all of you guys can ask us questions our first guest is none other than yinka he is the founder of the melanin people app and yinka can you tell the people who you are yeah i'm um, my name is yinka it's a y-i-n-k-a and uh, yeah, I'm the founder of the Melanin People app. It's an app for black and brown people of color. And uh, all the people that love black and brown people can also use the app. So it's an app that's focused on black economics, but pretty much focused on uh, social business interactions. And because we want to increase the black dollar and we want more circulation of the black dollar to move from a black house to a black house doesn't mean we won't shop at Macy's um, or we won't go shop at Kroger uh, you know uh, we won't buy Nike it's not that doesn't mean we won't buy that but we want we want to have a conscious interaction with our money and uh, our conscious interaction when we're exchanging our money from one hand to the other so this ecosystem is gonna help us because um, we'll be able to find ourselves easily. Uh, for example, if I'm looking for a plumber, I should be able to just know, all right, let me just go to Melanin People. I'll be able to find one close by. Um, instead of going to Google and having all these, you know, different options that you, most of us, we won't would, we would even get to the first page of Google because we don't have that kind of money to do search engine optimization. All right. So that, those are the challenges that we face from black business owners, black professionals, black artisans. And that's what we're trying to, we're trying to solve right here. We're, we're not trying to uh, create uh, a racial divide. Uh, we're just trying to create a sense of black economics. We want us to understand that we spend trillions of dollars and we need to have that money in our community. That money has to make sense. Okay? okay. <laughs> Absolutely. And I love that. And that leads us into tonight's topic. Tonight's topic is about collaboration over competition. And I know when women will create these brands and it's so woman focused and like it's only to help women grow and all the things. Actually, my brand is very unique because I and for men and women. Engineering is what bridged the gap for me. So I don't just talk to the ladies, I talk to the ladies and the men. And honestly, it makes for good conversation. Yep. So Yinka, when you think about collaboration over competition, can you tell me some of the first things that come to your mind and how you know we could do better as a as a race or if we are doing really good and you want to highlight that? Yeah, when, when, when I think about um, collaboration, you know, over competition. Um, the first thing that comes to my mind is not money. I'm thinking about how can I help Jasmine? You know, how can I um, see what Jasmine needs and be able to provide it? At the same time, you know, see what 
um, Jasmine can do for me, right? And when we when we talk about um, collaboration, I'm not looking at you know um, competing with Jasmine, right? Um, especially in, in in the space that we have, Mo most of us we're doing almost the same thing, or we're doing something that's gonna it aligns. And if we think about it well in 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 our space, we realize that what you're doing and what I'm doing is for the benefit of the community, yeah. right? So yeah. when you look at it from that from that perspective, um, you're not thinking about the first thing that comes to my mind is not all right collaboration. So all right, so how much money are you gonna pay? No, because sometimes we hope. I mean, it's not even sometimes. Most of us, like ninety five percent of black businesses, black entrepreneurs, don't even have the money. You yeah. know, they just have some kind of vision. And they're walking by faith, and they just believe that this is gonna work no matter what. And sometimes they look and see, all right, this person has, especially on Instagram, I'll use that example. All right, this person has hundred thousand followers. Can let me just approach this person, and see, all right, can I collaborate with you? All right, but at the same time, I don't want us to approach people for collaboration, and and be wanting everything for free, right? Yeah. But if i'm looking at a small business like i i'm i checked once someone's paid to wanted to collaborate and i mean i couldn't ask i was looking at the kind of business they're doing they're trying to come up i can't ask them to come pay me 300 for a magazine future i can't i mean it doesn't even feels right to me from um because i know that i've been struggling a lot for like the two years that i've been working on this melanin people trying to reach out to people most of the time, like 97%, I don't get nothing free. Everybody wants money. Everybody wants money. Everybody wants money. And the kind of money people ask for is the kind of money I, I, I don't have because I don't have angel investors or venture capitalists or nothing. So now when people come around and say collaboration, I want us to have the mind that collaboration is not free, right? So if you don't have money, there has to be something that the other person can, can gain from you like bartering right like yeah bartering. it's like yeah trade and batter right so there has to be something the other person can like what are you bringing to the table that should yeah. be the first question that you should ask yourself before you go ahead and you know ask people for collaboration what are you bringing to the table what am i bringing to the table and for for people that are doing well or doing better than some of us I would I would encourage them or employ them like you know sometimes just look at the other person I know you've worked so hard that's what I hear all right we've worked so hard to get to this point fine but if you work so hard to get to this point you understand the problems yeah and the and the bottlenecks that you experience like to get to the point where you are and sometimes to get to the point where you are right now someone had to help you yeah and I'm sure not everybody that helped you ask told you that, oh, bring $5,000, bring $7,000. No. So you have to put yourself in some other people's shoes. That That's the way that I see. And I mean, it's no competition. No competition right here. We're working together for the same cause. Sometimes when you even realize that someone can do something better than you, that you're trying to do, there's no need to, for you to be doing the same thing. I mean, if you're trying to do the same thing, you can't do it. I mean, if I'm trying to do what you're doing right now, by talking to different kinds of people, different kinds of businesses, trying to see how you can help them, I, can, I, I, I don't have time for that.
I can't do that, right? I mean, I can do all things through Christ, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I can't do that. So why should I even want to start doing what you're doing? Yeah. Right? I don't need to do that. If I have money right now, if I have angel investors and money comes in, I would say, Jasmine, I know you have your own company, but can you do this for me on a contractual sure. basis? And because I know you can do it. So I don't want to be wasting my own time calling people around. I know you can call them. I know you can talk. I know you can go to TV or radio. Can you help me do that? No one's going to know it. You don't work for melanin people. At the same time, if you go out there, you can still bring out your, your card and say, I'm the CEO of Jasmine Employed. You know, it doesn't really matter. You know, no one's going to know. So that's for me. That's what I see as collaboration. There's no competition right here. I'll give you an example. I try to publish. I was. I went to online. I'm not going to mention the name of the company. It's a big black um, business magazine, um, and we all know if I mentioned it, everyone knows. I try to go to the website. We had a free section where you can put in your press release and all that stuff. Um, and I went there. I put my press release, everything. The next morning, they said rejected. Rejected for what? You know, it's the same thing that got published on Newswatch and every other place. They rejected it. I tried to put my uh, my app on another person's page. I'm not, I didn't know what they were doing. Um, it's a group on, on Facebook, black group. About 1.8 million people are there. And I realized, well, I built this app for black people. And this is 1.8 million people right here. I emailed them and said, can we collaborate? Yeah. And if you want me to pay some kind of money, how much am I going to pay? I was willing to pay. Those guys, they blocked me from the Facebook page. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's interesting. It, yeah, it is. So this, this <laughs> past three, four weeks has opened my eyes to a lot of stuff in the black community. And we, 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 I've seen some questions and some um, group, some groups um, two days ago. Um, yeah. And the, and the guy was asking, are we ready for a, a, a black Wall Street? In my head, I'm like, we're not ready. Because to do anything, you have to be, um, what do you call it? We have to be in unity, yeah. right? It's yeah. not competition. All right. So this these people that blocked me out from their 1.8 million followers, I realized that they also were trying to do like um, kind of thing that melanin people was doing. Right. So that was the problem. It was a conflict of interest, but they could have just explained that, oh, therefore we're trying to do something, it's in the works and all that stuff. So they released their own website and, and stuff. I mean, not like Melanin people, but the same idea, the same concept because they have this much people. But the work they did, really, really bad. It's not, it can't, that shouldn't represent people of color. That, that shouldn't, if you're using Facebook and you're using Snapchat and you're using all this big, um, you know, like we're using Instagram right now. You see how beautiful it is? I can hear you. You can see me. I can, I can see everything you're doing. Really yeah. nice. That's what you need to build. Don't right. build. Hold on, yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on, hold on, cause you got you you like to talk. I can already feel it right now. I can already sense it right now. So you're going into another topic. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go ahead, go ahead. So um, I want to add my piece on what collaboration over competition means to me, and then we can go over to the intellectual capital of black creatives and black mm -hmm. uh, technology and like 
how our ideas are somewhat taking us. That could be our next point, if you cool with that, right? All right, all right, all okay, right. Okay, so um, collaboration over competition, what it means to me is I moved from Arkansas to Texas, Texas to New York, New York to Austin, Dallas, then Austin, then back to Dallas. So I've lived a lot of parts um, of the U.S. I won't say that I mean, you know, I've been all the way around, but I've had to live in different parts of the world. And I had no choice that when I moved, I had to collaborate. I could not compete with people that I had no foundation with. So when I went to Prairie View a and University, I had no friends. I had no support group. I had no network. You can't be somebody that ain't got nobody trying to compete with everybody. That don't make sense right so in order for me to gain the friendships for me to build the relationships i had to want to see how can i be of value to someone else mm. how can i offer my skills my expertise my personality whatever it is that i have i may not have much but what can i offer to this other individual so not only can we begin to form a relationship nothing serious like romantic but so that we can begin to rub rub shoulders iron sharpen iron and in engineering if you did not and i repeat if you did not form alliances you was gonna fail that was just it on it you wasn't gonna be able to get through school without it so for me collaboration over competition means that i don't know everything and I'm going to be pushed into spaces and places where I am going to meet other people. When I moved to New York, I didn't have a group anymore. I leaned towards my AKAs. I leaned towards my uh, Goldman, Goldman Sachs people that I, I went to work with. When I moved back to Texas, I had to try to find a new network, you know? So it's just like, no matter where you live, you are going to have to plant yourself with a group of people that are going to push you right yeah. into the next dimension of who you're called to be. Now, you can't be some that you move and you think you know it all and I guess your clout from college is gonna save you because that don't work in the real world let's be honest Shinka. if everything you did in college matter out of college then we all would be rich right now yep yep it don't matter I'm, it doesn't I mean, matter <laughs> so um collaboration over competition means I'm not trying to steal your shine I'm not trying to take your thunder I want to empower the person that you are and let me amplify with the skills that I have let's let's be humble let's open and transparent so that we can help one another and you can, that's how you found me I don't know what I did or if I just pinged you I don't know what happened but like you were so kind so nice I met your freaking daughters like they're beautiful I was like oh my gosh like they look like twins like triplets over here and it was just like he's another man in the community trying to raise the voices of black entrepreneurs black creatives black professionals so that we can come together so that we can barter with our services so that we can a know about the products and services that we can give each other because ain't nobody gonna support us like our own and I'm i mean that's the truth that's that's the truth i mean it, we're, we're not trying to cause a, a racial divide like someone says oh is is melanin people not mildly um, racist I said what do you mean can you do you gonna tell me that the, the society of black engineers is, is racist no. 
It's not. There's a gap in the market. There are not a lot of engineers, just like there are not a app, there are not a lot of apps that actually yep. promote just black people as a whole. So we can we can go to the next topic, which is the intellectual capital of black talent, black products, black art, black creators, black professionals, what have you. We as black people dominate Instagram, we dominate Facebook, we dominate yep. Twitter, we dominate yep. TikTok, we dominate uh what's the next thing that comes out? Snapchat. TikTok. We will dominate it. We will create content for it. We will like make these apps something that's addictive. Because to be honest, we create the culture, and then the other people, y'all know who the other people are. They come and they steal our ideas. They steal it, but they also have more capital than us. I'll give you an example. Clubhouse. Clubhouse is not black owned. But black people are up in there making Clubhouse rich. I know I'm guilty. I'm promoting Clubhouse like I'm about to get stock scored. <laughs> but to be honest, as an extrovert, it's doing a number for me so that I can network, so that I can be around other people. So it makes me feel good, right? But it's not black owned and i feel like there's been conversations on hey can we get a clubhouse that's black owned so it'll be just for black people but how many of us have the intellectual like not only capital but how many of us can go and build an app of that magnitude and do it within three months to compete with clubhouse like it's gonna take us at least two to three years to get the money and then you know you got to work with your developers overseas you got to go with BYs, you got to do all the product development and that honestly, it's not gonna be enough time that that, tick, that clubhouse is gonna be the next Instagram and Facebook. And, and when, then, you, when you're then, done, you and, do? you're, and, when, and when you're done building it, that you you just started. Yeah. When you do, <laughs> so, yeah. what has your journey been like? You know, creating your app. What were some of the hurdles that you faced, and like, how have you seen like more black creatives, and how have you seen the adoption of your product? That's really what I want to know. How many black people are taking your app seriously, or they're like, nah, I just rather be on Instagram and on Facebook and that and I think I think most. I mean, most people uh, right now were not are not taking uh, taking it seriously. You know, because we're used to Instagram and we feel like, oh, if we go to, I mean, this, with us signing up, if we use this app, I mean, why do I need this app? You know, why do right. I need this app? I, have, I mean, Instagram is working, TikTok is working. Why do I need this app? But it boils down to the black economics. Let me, let me tell you something that I tell people every time. Yeah. We, every single one of us, Jasmine, Yinka, my wife, um, maybe your brothers, your sisters, We'll work. We'll work. I wanna. I wanna tell you something. Maybe you don't know it today. We'll work for Facebook. Oh yeah. You know that. Yeah. You know you work. You work for Facebook for free. But I'm making it work. I'm learning. I'm monetizing my platform, so I'm figuring out how I can make money from being on here. So I understand we making Facebook money, but guess what? I'm taking my people and yeah. we're saying, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but, but you know what? You know what? So you're saying for last sure. year you know last year this platform facebook i'm not talking about instagram or whatsapp this platform on its own made 70 billion us dollars it's crazy on on facebook only it's instagram crazy. maybe about 51 billion dollars and whatsapp everything is in billions 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 so the question now the question now is 
this this money does not trickle down to our community. It doesn't yeah. trickle, and it doesn't. It's not providing. It's not. It's not providing jobs. It's not providing jobs for us. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's a topic for another day. So now let me go back to like your question. Let me go back to your question. Though you know, and um, pe- people are trying to adopt it. I mean, not the way that we were envisaged it to be, um, because we still have challenges of marketing, um, advertising, and for example, I tried to go on um, some black pages, email them, and tell them, oh, I want to advertise on your platform. And um, I know one wants me to advertise for three thousand. One post is gonna be three thousand dollars. Okay, so if I'm doing one post for three thousand dollars, not everyone's gonna see it. I would have to do that maybe like ten times. So that's thirty thousand US dollars on one single page. I've reached out to black comedians, African Americans who have like million millions of followers. They ask him for three. That one hacks for three thousand to go on all three platforms. Just yeah. that's just one, and that one told me I would I would just be able to use that for nine months, and after nine months I can't post that anymore anywhere on the internet. I have to make a new one. All right, so there are di- people have different structures, different policies that you have to walk through, and everything boils down to money, 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 money. Now that takes it back to venture capitalists and angel investors. So the question is, where we're gonna find these people? Everybody says, "Oh, they're everywhere. They're giving money out. Where are you gonna find them?" They're on Clubhouse.